0: Let's get this shit. hello everybody everybody hello and welcome to we synced it I had a fucking brain fart. Yes, this is the weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your host, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind, man.
1: Yo, thanks, thanks.
0: How you doing, Kevin?
1: <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling great. It was a great weekend. Uh we actually rented out a movie theater for the Batman, similar to what we did with Spider Man. Great experience, great movie to rent a movie theater for. And let's get into it. We're gonna. This episode is gonna be focused on everything Batman. Yeah. So, Pat, you want to start us off? How'd you feel about the Batman? Um, I really enjoyed it. I
0: enjoyed the movie. Um, well, people are saying that uh, you don't feel the three hours. No, I felt every bit of that three hours. Um, but. It was still a a good movie to watch for three hours. Like out of all the three hour movies that I've seen, I'm gonna say I'm gonna put this up there with the uh, uh, the first Lord of the Rings. That was my favorite Lord of the Rings, and that was a three hour movie. This one right here is like right next to it.
1: Okay, yeah. What do you think about I a, what it said? as far as uh, like <laughs> rewatchability? Since you rewatchability,
0: say rewatchability, you know. um it's still 3 hours. So uh there's a chance that I would never watch this again. Especially when there's so many other different movies that are out there that are not 3 hours long. Um shit, I haven't I have Lord of the Rings on the box set. I have the, you know, the one that was a $100. I have that one and that is collecting fucking dust. So, yeah, the likelihood of me watching it again, uh, I might just do it just for you know, j- just to look back to see if i can get any new like any new nuances from it but as of right now there's no i am not saying that i'm going to watch it again anytime soon
1: i really thoroughly enjoyed this movie mm-hmm. um i love the fact that there was the film noir aspect of it i love the fact that there was the uh criminal serial killer Criminal aspect to it And we got to see That detective side Of Batman come out Um, You know what the movie Felt like to me though It And we've said this Numerous times on the podcast Mm. What DC does right Is their Animated movies right Like all of their uh, Batman animated movies Are fantastic Yeah All of their uh, Justice League movies Are fantastic And this one actually To me felt like One of the Animated movies Come to life like yeah. it it had that aspect of it. I love the fact that Batman is narrating the beginning and the end of it and you could see his tone switches. In the beginning of the movie it focuses on
0: him being, how he wants people to fear him. In in the beginning he wants cuz he's only dealing with like the criminals and stuff like that. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie he wants people to fear him, but then at the end he realizes that he needs to become more than just like fear. He yes. be
1: he needs to also be the symbol of hope yeah. as well.
0: Basically it was the same uh notion that um in uh which Christopher Nolan's Batman that he wanted uh what you call, Two-Face, Harvey Dent to be. Yeah. So like it was the same sentiment like yeah, you know, I can't just be somebody who you fear. You need somebody who like people can give like hope to, and that's why he you know he was carrying people outside and shit like that, which was it was just weird because I'm like every time I see Batman in the day, it's like I don't know I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm like what, what's happening? Something's <laughs> off. Yeah, something's off. Like uh, they showed that trailer for you know the 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 bat the the pet super pets, and all the scenes that I sh- that they show with Batman was him in the day. With the dog, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling Batman in the daytime. It, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. I need to see this dude at night, and uh, I really liked the beginning of the movie. Uh, w- the thing that that uh, showed me that it was going to be a great movie is when he was doing the the monologue in the beginning, and you see the light goes up, and you know they show people who are just doing like criminal acts was being done, and you see the shadows. Like, people were just looking into the dark, and it's like, oh, shit, let me just stop and get the fuck out of here. I love that shit. That shit was like, oh, my God.
1: That- what Like, I, I can see, yeah. like, you
0: could feel like, like, if you were doing some criminal act, you could see why, now nah, I gotta get the fuck out of here, because it, all you have seen is just, like, a dark area. If you're- If at any point in your life, you've been scared of, like, the closet while, you know, uh, while you're sleeping and stuff like that, and you see, like, a figure- you understand why these motherfuckers were fucking terrified of the dark because, yeah, shit, just showing the way that Batman was whooping people's asses and shit like that. This guy does not hold back punches at all.
1: But during that sequence, he explained, "I need to, need to, um, target my like the villains carefully because I can't be everywhere all at once." So they give three scenarios. They have one guy who's uh, spray painting. Uh, graffiti on a government building. You have a guy who just robbed a convenience store, and then you have a group of guys that are about to commit a hate crime. Mm-hmm. You don't know which one he's going to pop up for, yeah. so it's like they—they're all looking at the shadows, and then they reveal, okay, which one did he prioritize? Which was the hate crime? Mm-hmm. And I, I love that because even though he prioritized that, the two other guys go off running because they're terrified about the shadow because yeah. you don't know. One of them get hit by a fucking car.
0: <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! By the way. Uh, We only basically just gave you the first uh, 10 minutes of the movie, but still. Yeah, this is going to be a spoiler review of uh, the Batman movie. Yeah, that that was, like, so pivotal. 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 Thank you. What the fuck, man? (laughs) It's it's that. Um, Yeah, man. Like, and that's how they started the movie off. It it felt like uh, how... um, I you know I, I like a good Batman movie that just starts off with just straight up action and just showing Batman just being Batman and I liked it when um, uh damn what's the dude who did uh Nightmare Before Christmas what's his name Tim Burton, Tim Burton when he did it in the first Batman movie uh, that I saw because remember there was you know you see Batman uh, fighting crime you see him on the roof and then he he helps out this couple that was getting robbed and uh, they did it in not the first. Christopher Nolan Batman movie, but the second one
1: with the bank robbery. Yeah,
0: they did it with the bank robbery. No, wait, that was with the bank robbery. So they didn't even show like Batman being Batman.
1: But it's still, I mean, it was. It intense. was still,
0: yeah, it was still intense, intense.
1: And then you had the airplane in Dark Knight Rises with Bane, him hijacking. The yeah, airplane. so
0: in Christopher Nolan Batman, you never really see Batman in the beginning of the movie. No, it's it's it, like, it's
1: more like, oh, here's an introduction to the villain. Yeah, this is to the villain. This is who he's going to be dealing with throughout the story. Mm, interesting. The performances in this movie, I think, were all fantastic. Yeah. Robert Panton, I think, pretty much delivered Batman. Uh, we didn't see so much of Bruce Wayne, which is not a problem. I love the fact that they focused more on the Batman. It was like 90% of him in the suit, the other 10% of him not in the suit. But it... This is an angry Bruce Wayne. He's not the playboy Bruce Wayne that we're not that we're used to. I don't he hasn't he gotten there yet. He hasn't gotten He doesn't gotten even
0: there. look uh
1: angry. It, it, it's more like angst, like emo, you know. Yeah. He he's just really pissed off, but I think he realizes that especially in the scene where he pumps himself with adrenaline and he starts going off on the guy and like nearly beats the guy to death, he realizes I'm just as bad as these guys. Like I'm, I'm internally like I've been constantly fighting not to be them, but Mm -hmm. I am them, and I I like that side that that we're showing of Batman. I think later, if there's hopefully sequels, we're gonna see the you know he matures and realizes no, I got I gotta also have fun when I'm Bruce Wayne so that I'm throwing people off and and I'm never gonna become a suspect as to who the Batman really is. Um, So what is Arkham Asylum? It's
0: it's. uh... Is that a place for just it's not a prison because they got a they got a prison in Gotham
1: called it's a mental, Gate, right? Uh, it's a mental hospital it's a mental it's the asylum it's where if someone is deemed insane then that's where they go so the colorful criminals from the Batman comics are all deemed insane that's why they're criminals and they all go there it doesn't make any sense man that's yeah <laughs> doesn't make any sense but all right uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, I think, killed it. I think so far she's been my favorite Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, she has the seductive side of her. She has the cat burglar side of her. She has the acrobatic, you know, prowess that that, that her character is known yeah, for. She, she basically did all that she was supposed to be doing.
0: Yeah, the film noir uh, aspect came from like uh, her being in the, the movie, but there was no betrayal from her at all. At at
1: no point did she. But film noir doesn't necessarily have to be betrayal. Mm-hmm. It could also be that it didn't have like the happiest ending that you were expecting. You would have thought, because like in the dark Knight, she ends up with Bruce at the end, at the very end. In this movie, no, she goes her separate way. She's like, no, fuck all this. Like, this city is corrupt, it's rotten, and I don't want and I don't want any part of it. Bruce Wayne's uh his his thing is like no, nah, we could still save it. You got to give them a chance. She's like no, nah, I, I I gave up on them, and that's only, why they go their separate ways. Only thing
0: that I felt like a little bothered by it was that he showed her a spot that we can like they can meet up at, and then the following day she uses the bat sim- she uses the bat symbol and everything to show that oh I got this guy over here. I'm like yo, what are you doing? This is supposed to be like a secret spot, and you over here just bringing everybody all willy-nilly. Actually, it's not a secret spot, because anybody could follow that fucking light trail to where the fuck is that? Like, oh, this is where everybody's just popping up uh, bat symbols. <laughs> it's it, it was just like, to me, it just seemed like a an overbearing thing that I wouldn't have done. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have done that.
1: One cool thing that I really liked between the interaction of Batman and Catwoman in this movie that I haven't seen in the previous ones was it looks like... Catwoman always has the upper hand as far as like how sly she is with Batman. In this movie, there's a scene where he's prepping her up to go uh, basically like a covert ops type of mission where she has to go in, infiltrate this nightclub, and she has a little microphone. She's got a contact lens that's filming so that Batman can see what she's seeing. He walks up to her, and it's almost like she like takes a step back like, oh shit, is he going to kiss me? Is he going to... And it's almost like you see like it almost feels like that seductive side of Batman coming out, and he walks up to her and he goes, "Look at me," and he puts her chin chin up, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, it's good." (laughs) Then you realize, oh no, no, he's not flirting with her. He's he's about the business. He's just about the straight up business. And And I just and I thought that was great because (laughs) you actually saw her go like, "Oh shit!" Like I think she felt that was like, like, "Damn." She know know that
0: she was like, "Oh shit, this is what (laughs) it feels like when people be uh." fall into her uh seductive uh eyes and shit. Yeah.
1: I was like holy shit. Okay. Uh Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, I thought was fantastic. I still I I still love Gary Oldman's portrayal of mm-hmm. of of Gordon because you you could always see that pain inside of him because he yeah. has to live a lie. Jeffrey Wright though did seem like that gritty like you know he's been in the force for a long time yeah. and He's very blunt with you. He's going to tell you exactly how it is and he's just like that. And you can see Grrr, his you like can see his righteousness.
0: There. You can see his uh his like, "No, nah, I'm just I'm, I'm just going to do good. I need to do good for the people." That scene where uh um Commissioner Gordon, not commissioner, he's Detective Gordon and Batman are interrogating um Penguin, that felt like I was watching like a 19 I want to say 50s cop drama like Drag Dragnet, Dragnet, what is it? Dragnet. Dragnet, and it just felt, because the way that they were just riddling fucking, fucking, like, questions at this guy, and um, Penguin just said that. He said, oh, you two, you you, you, uh, you duo over here. Oh, this little tango that you guys got going on. I loved every minute of it, man. But did you see a little bit of um, Al Pacino, Dick Tracy's uh, character in The Penguin? I love I, I love the um, Colin Farrell.
1: I he stole every scene that he was in. I love the fact that he is a believable mob boss, mm-hmm. but he's also naturally sarcastic and naturally funny. And it's not one of those like, "Oh, I'm trying to be funny" type of jokes. Like, no, he's really fucking good. Like, yeah. as far as like, there, there's a scene where, yeah, the, I think it's that same scene where they're interrogating him, and. They're reciting something in Spanish to him, but they don't even realize that they got it wrong. And he corrects them and he's like, wow, no habla español. Yeah. World's greatest detectives over here. And man, you know I love from <laughs> L. El- like <laughs> I loved every minute of that. I loved uh the scared side of him when he's being chased by the Batman. I love the fact that you know, okay. We're definitely going to see this guy again, but he's not going to be the same. He's definitely going to elevate. Because in the movie, they make it clear that he's a mid-level gangster. He's not, you know, at the top, but we're going to see that transition. Hopefully, in the new HBO series, we'll see Penguin transition into that, you know. He's going to become the owner of the Iceberg Lounge, and he really is going to be, you know, like the Godfather type of, of villain. What did you
0: think about the Iceberg Lounge? As a fictional club... That shit was dope, right?
1: That shit was intense, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that shit, see, yo, when <laughs> looking from the door where where Batman was walking through the door, it seemed like it just a regular-ass club. But once you walk in, it's like, holy shit, you can definitely lose the people that you're with in that fucking club without a shadow of a doubt. And that, the fact that there's
1: another club inside that club, oh my God. But you know what's funny is if I was with a date Mm. And we walked up to that I'm door, and those twins opened the door. Now we're good. We're going somewhere else. Nah, man, those fuck those twins, man. How how tall are they? Like five four. But if you got a guy opening the door with his face all beat up and bruised up, then you have a feeling of what goes on in this type of place. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. True, I fair just, enough. Bro, I just want to order a vodka soda, listen to some music, and you know, maybe ask someone out to dance. I don't, I don't want to get my ass kicked. You guys got your ass kicked by Batman twice. Yeah, doing your job here. I'm good.
0: One of them got a fucking harpoon through the fucking leg,
1: <laughs> and he got,
0: and he got his ass whooped by a Catwoman in the fields. So this shit is just like, <laughs> but that club is fucking. And
1: Yo, can we talk about a character that no one is talking about? Mm. John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. Oh, yeah. Dude, he is straight out of, like, the Sopranos. He is straight out of all, like, the Goodfellas. Like, he is one of those gangsters that is so confident that he's always calm. Yeah. Yeah. He's always calm. He's going to look at you straight in the eye. He's going to speak very calmly, but you know you're about to die.
0: When he was choking Catwoman, even when he was, uh, when you heard his voice when he was choking uh, Anna, the. Yeah. You heard the way that he was talking. Like he was like, oh, calm down. It's all right. It's all right. While he's choking her. Bro, that right there was fucking terrifying. I was like, holy shit. You're choking this woman and you're telling her to calm down? That's some fucking. That's some crazy shit. When he was choking Catwoman, he was like, he said, my own flesh and blood. He said, now I'm going to do to you
1: what I did to your mother. I'm like, oh my God, bro. I'm like, oh, so he killed. (laughs) John Turturro is just so fantastic. I I remember seeing him as like the bumbling cop in Transformers, but then I saw him as like the wisecrack lawyer from The Night Of, the HBO series, Mm -hmm. and now he's like this dope-ass gangster. I loved every minute of his performance as well. Let's talk about The Riddler.
0: Okay. Uh he he didn't have a lot of screen time. Uh, no, he didn't have a lot of face time, but he had the most he had the biggest impact in the whole movie because I mean it was about him doing his uh his thing.
1: Yo, his first reveal when he was standing behind the mayor the whole time in the dark. Yeah. This is the first time I watched the Batman movie and I actually felt a jump scare. Like when they show when that lightning strikes and you realize that he's him. been standing there, I I literally <laughs> flinched and I was like
0: I didn't what I didn't see him at the all. Fuck. I didn't I did not fucking see him. I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? Like I'm 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 pretty dense when it came to the whole fucking riddle stuff. I'm not a Batman esque kind of character, but I told you guys like when uh when uh, the, the 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 riddle was solved, it was drive, but I read that shit as Doctor Ive. I was like, hmm, who's Doctor Ive? Is it poison ivy? <laughs> Maybe? Maybe? It literally, no, it's Drive. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what it was. That's what I was thinking. Like, God damn
1: it, bro. <laughs> I got that shit totally fucking wrong, man. But yeah, man, it, it was. So I read online that Paul Dano, who plays the Riddler, actually was the person to suggest that outfit that the Riddler wears. Really? And what his his way of thinking, his psychology was the Riddler does not want to Leave any DNA or fingerprints. Therefore, his suit should almost look like plastic. Like mm. it's gonna be so safe for him to commit these crimes and not leave any evidence because, bro, there's no way he's gonna be able to bleed. There's no way he's gonna be able to leave any residue from his body. Like his his basically his suit almost looks like a giant bubble wrap.
0: How do you keep his glasses on his face then? <laughs> <laughs> That's a riddle. That's a fucking riddle all by itself. Riddle me this, motherfuckers. <laughs> How your glasses are still on your goddamn face. Did you tape them on? I thought he was a
1: grip. You see that he had the little tape on the, on the landing and stuff. I was like, oh, I, I do that. I rock that. <laughs> Paul Dano was fantastic. Uh, definitely gave those creepy Zodiac Killer vibes. Um,
0: the fact that he has books written with like fucking um, puzzles and shit like that. It's like you don't know what where, where those puzzles where they lie, like where the answer is. Man, it, it was like it was fascinating to watch.
1: Those were definitely, That was definitely an inspiration from Seven. Yeah, like I I completely got that vibe. The fact mm-hmm. that they break into his house and they they find all of that and then he almost surrenders. Like he makes it obvious of where he is and he wants the police to capture him. Like all of that, I got from from Seven. Um, what else, what else, what else, um, what, would you think of Alfred Pennyworth? Um,
0: well, you said from the Batman lore, Alfred is the one who teaches Batman everything, right? Yeah. He teaches Batman how to, how to fight, how, to, fight, how to be a detective, how to, how to investigate and everything like that. This Batman, this Alfred, I can definitely see him being the guy who, um, who teaches Batman everything.
1: He helped me solve he some of the puzzles. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I, I was looking at the cipher, I kind of figured while, you know, out." While I was half doing it.
0: eating lunch as, as I was eating breakfast, and <laughs> As I, I was
1: ironing your shirt, Yeah, you know, I was I doing a crossword puzzle and I figured it out.
0: I was like, "Holy shit. So I can definitely see him being uh the one who inspired uh Bruce Wayne to become Batman, like who basically I, turned yeah. him into um the Batman. But I would really like to see that. there was something I was looking on uh, TikTok and people were um this one guy who, you know, goes over comic books and says that, uh, you know, Alfred, he, he said at one point that Alfred is a bad motherfucker, says that uh, there was one comic book strip that um, when he was fighting someone, he said that, he said, Master Bruce believes that he doesn't believe in gun violence. Me personally, I subscribe to a different set of rules. And all over, through all out through the house, he has guns placed everywhere. And he dared Bruce Wayne to find every single gun that he has in the house. So Bruce Wayne is never able to find all the guns that Alfred has placed all over the house. Yeah, so he's he's willing to, to pull out the Thule, no fucking problem. Yeah. Though <laughs> so like the guy was saying, like there was a point that uh that all the the Bat family got hit with the Joker toxin and Alfred was one of the people who got hit with the Joker toxin and all of them collectively went at Alfred. Rather than going at Bruce, they went at Alfred because this motherfucker is like, he'll kill you. He's he's bad news. And I'm like, damn, this motherfucker, I didn't know that this guy was this kind of bad. He was this kind of badass. So it makes perfect sense for this guy who's uh, playing Alfred. Yeah, I could see it on him. The fact that he threw away the bomb, like he knew what, exactly what it was, and he just got rid of it. He knew exactly what to do. Everything about him was, was dope. The only thing that I really didn't like was the fact that... um. Bruce Wayne was uh, acting like a dick towards him. Like every interaction with Bruce Wayne and uh, Alfred, it seemed like it was like he was just like digging at him, and you f- and you saw it on fucking Alfred's face. The first thing is uh, uh, Bruce Wayne says that you're not my father, and but it's like, it's like motherfucker, he knows that he's not your father. But I mean, he's like he's like a father figure to you, kind of shit. And then there was another one uh, that he said. Where was it?
1: Was it the hospital scene when...
0: Oh, no, when he said that, he said um, when Alfred had the cufflinks. Mm. And he said that, uh, he said, where are your cufflinks? Said, I couldn't find them. So Alfred took off his own fucking cufflinks and handed it down to him. He says, your father gave me this. He said, but you're not a Wayne. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm mean, like, bro, how is this fucking shit coming out of your fucking mouth like this, bro? Somebody who took care of you for your whole fucking life, and this shit is just like... The the hate that you're just spewing out of your fucking mouth is like that, and it's it's like, bro, you want to just fucking <laughs> what's that dude? <do>? Hey Ricky, <laughs> you want to just fucking slap him in the fucking face, bro? Like, hey Ricky, hey Ricky, <laughs> give me. It. You want to just fucking slap him in the face because it's like, why the fuck would you do that, dog? Like if I was in that, that room like, yo, hey, you gonna chill the fuck out, man? So that that was the only thing that was just like it just came as it was in it was in poor taste, but it's like you know this. Hurt people, hurt people, man. So it makes perfect sense for him to say that kind of stuff. But, and then you know he realizes that he lo- he realized what he has when Alfred was about to die because he knew that the bomb was meant for him, and you know he waits at Alfred's bed um, while he's in a coma for I think it was was it a medically induced coma, so he can heal.
1: I don't know if it was medically induced. I think he was just oh, he just out in of a coma because fucking. So- and he waited. Dude, he that, waited. Guy, that guy survived a C4 detonation. Like, yeah. how?
0: <laughs> threw that shit like a fucking Frisbee. Threw that shit. And um, I love the buildup to that point when uh, he threw it because you I was thinking that, oh, shit, they killed him. Because uh, uh, I forgot the, I don't know what her name is, the, the second butler or something. Yeah, she was like the maid of the house. The maid of the house. And she said that, oh, Master Bruce, you're already too late. It already happened. I was like...
1: It happened an hour ago, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. This motherfucker's dead, bro. That's why (laughs) inserts in movies are so important because they didn't tell you to your face, oh, there's a bomb. He took out uh, an envelope that was already inside the bigger envelope that said non-flammable. And that's when you knew, oh, there's going to be an explosion. (laughs) Just, just the fact that that label non flammable pops up on the screen, you're like, oh shit, no, 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 and yeah, I was on the same page with you. For a second, I thought she was a villain. I thought she was like, yeah, she infiltrated, she, like- she infiltrated the Batman house or whatever. But uh, when she says, no, it happened an hour ago, it's like, yeah. oh my god,
0: I man. was like, holy shit, man, that is some fucking diabolical shit. And um, you know, when Alfred came to you know, uh, Bruce Wayne asked him, uh, what was it? He, he asked him, he says, you knew. He says, you lied to me. You lied to me all these years. And you see, like, Alfred was smiling when he first saw Bruce Wayne just sitting in a chair. And then you see the fucking smile turn to a frown and then turn into fucking anger. Like, it was just like, like fucking like that. Because, you know, he's over here saying all these different things. I, w- I would take it that... um Uh, Bruce Wayne's father and Alfred were just basically like, you know, they're just like best friends. And then he's over here, you wake up from a fucking coma and you just hear somebody just talk shit about your fucking best friend. And it's like, Oh, Whoa, 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 what the fuck is going on? He was a good guy. He just had a moment of weakness, which is, what's it just, uh, what's it justify? Right. Do you believe, do you believe that his moment of weakness was, uh, was justified? because his, cuz his mom was in criminally uh, criminally insane like she was crazy but he didn't
1: know about any of that. It it was to me what it showed was Alfred's unconditional love. Like bro, this kid is constantly coming at me, yeah. giving me attitude. Now he's all pissy and shit. He doesn't even know the whole story. But you know what? I'm still happy that he's alive and I'm going to tell him the the real story and I'm going to tell him the truth and
0: Do you think that that whole thing about Bruce's mom being crazy? is a nod to uh, the Bruce Wayne where uh, the the Batman where Bruce Wayne dies and his father turns to Batman and his mom turns into the Joker.
1: I don't know about that story.
0: You've seen it. It's, it, it was in the Flashpoint.
1: I never saw a Flashpoint.
0: Okay. <laughs> but, there was so the, that's what happens, huh? Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs>
0: yeah that's what happens uh what you call it uh Bruce Wayne this is uh they say that what if when when uh, uh oh my God uh, flash goes back in time and changes the whole thing what happens is that Bruce Wayne dies rather than uh, his parents so his his dad beats up the killer to death and then his mom is like holding holding him and then she starts to cry. And then she just starts to, like, laugh maniacally. Just like, ha, 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 ha. And then she turns into the Joker. He turns into Batman. And he can't, out of, he, like, he he's a Batman with guns. He'll kill anybody. And he'll, surgi- like, he'll fuck you up, like, because he's a doctor. So he knows exactly what to do to keep you alive long enough just so you can give him the information. And then he'll kill you. But he doesn't kill the Joker because it's his wife. He still loves her.
1: Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah.
0: So, but it, it, it's—I don't think they ever had like a, a standalone comic book for it. They probably did, but I've never seen it. But it's—it's uh, it's a pretty cool ass story, and that's what we're supposed to get when uh, DC drops the the Flashpoint, the Batman, uh, when the uh, when uh, the Flash actually goes back in time.
1: Dude, if they if they mention that in the movie, yeah, oh, my respect is gonna go way up. That is fucking badass. Yeah. Okay.
0: So uh, that's why I think. I'm like, oh, so like, I because I never heard about like Martha being criminally insane before. I thought she was just a loving mom, but it makes perfect sense for her to be like some type of crazy because maybe that's where he gets it from. That's where he gets his little psychosis a little bit. He gets his uh brains from his dad i guess his his smartness and his reserve from his dad, but he gets his craziness to like actually go out and do this batman shit from his mom both of them together makes a perfect max perfect match match okay I like
1: it where would you rank this batman among the batman movies um
0: I would give it like a solid i would i would rank this um I'll give this like the third. No, no. The second. Yeah, I will put Christopher Nolan Batman series, then I'll put this one and then I'll put Tim Burton's. Mm,
1: okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, but you would put the three Christopher Nolan movies like yeah. group them together. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm going
0: off of just like series ah, by itself got it. like what Like, whose version of Batman do you prefer? Uh Zack Snyder's Batman, to me, it's like, it's like, it's like watch, it's like, I love Bad Boys, but will I say that it's my favorite movie? Like, is my, my favorite movie of all time? No, I would never say that, but I love that movie because it's just like, it's just so fun. Um but it doesn't it doesn't hit all the points that I enjoy about a movie, but it hits the right points you know what I mean so that's why I think about batman uh the jack Zack Snyder's Batman I like his uh his his speed I like the fact that uh you know um this guy fucking kills people he the moves that he does I love all that shit he's fucking quick as fuck but I don't know. He didn't do a lot of detective shit. He didn't do a lot of things that I know Batman to do. But this Batman right here, he did a lot of shit, and I can see this one right here actually being a realistic Batman because just looking at his, uh, just looking at the, the the clothes that he was wearing and the outfits and shit like that, like his Batman, he had a big ass pouch. So you realize, okay, this is where he gets the stuff from. Underneath his wrist, he had like the actual gun that pops out, and then he can shoot the the. The, the, what you call it, the, the gal, whatever that shit is. The, the little string shit, the silly string that he <laughs> shoots, whatever. Um, I don't know what the hell was on the top of his hands.
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. What I want to,
0: yeah, it, it looks like maybe it could be something that, you know, maybe he uses to like block knives or something like that. But he never used it in the movie. But it looks like it's something dangerous or maybe it shoots out something. I'm thinking that those, those pins are probably like projectiles, but he never uses it. I need to see like some type of because they did this in the Christopher Nolan one where they show a breakdown of everything that Batman was wearing and how much it cost and what it does. I want to know if they're going to do the same thing for this one right here. Uh, I'm waiting for I uh, IGN to do something like that because that is that's some shit that I really want to see because I want to see what's in that pouch. See that he has flares. That's a big ass flare. He has flares. He uh, he has. What I'm thinking is that he has uh, uh he has banes.
1: A juice. lot of people a lot of people were saying that because it looked green. It was green, yeah. Um Yeah, that would be Yeah,
0: cool. like I can see something like that. Like if in if in the future, if they do like a bane thing or like me me personally, I was thinking like uh the, the person who makes the the eye drops that the drops, I'm thinking that that's like uh,
1: like a Scarecrow thing? Yeah,
0: Scarecrow. Maybe he makes those drops, and then he's going to make something that's for fear because he sees that Batman has so much power because people fear him, so he's going to make some fear toxin kind of shit. I could see something like that.
1: Um, if that really is Bane's uh, poison, or mm-hmm. you know uh, the venom, I'm, I'm sorry. That, mm-hmm. That's what he refers it to. Um, you, it's scary because it's almost like is there a possibility, like, is Batman trying I just to like? Realized you called it
0: Venom and Tom Holland. The Tom Hardy has played Venom too.
1: Yeah, hmm. and you know, <laughs> it, could there be a storyline where it's like Batman almost gets addicted to it, like a drug, and he's constantly having to like?
0: That would be pretty fucking dope. The fact, like, if they were to do something like he actually has to fight Bane, and the only time, every time he fights Bane, he uses the same shit just so he can get to his level. And then he comes addicted to it. That's that's fucking interesting. Yeah. That that'll be really fucking good. You know, you you want to see broken heroes, man, and see them come out from being broken. And that can also bring up uh, what you call it, a uh, poison ivy. Nah, because then that takes me back to the whole uh, the Batman with. Uh, What's that dude's name? Uh, that had the, had a poison ivy and Bane.
1: Oh, George Clooney. George
0: Clooney. <laughs> that that was a bad Batman. That was a bad. Was it a bad movie?
1: It is, man. Don't even don't even try to <laughs> don't try to do that. It like was. no, but think about it. Like what, yeah, it everyone to, has thought about it. It has some good points. Hey, everybody, right? cool party. <laughs> what well, killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Why? did they go for Arnold? Because they wanted it as goofy as possible.
0: Did you not like the city?
1: I hated it. You hated the city, huh? I hated this fucking city. It
0: was... (laughs) They had big-ass statues of, like, naked people like this, right? Naked guys that are like this. I don't know. For some reason, I don't know how
1: Gotham's supposed to look, man. Bro, those statues (laughs) were bigger than buildings. Yeah. Like, what the fuck?
0: People built those statues and then they built the buildings
1: around a statue.
0: And you're going to tell rows. me and
1: you're going to tell me that there's poverty in the city? <laughs>
0: like... I don't know. I need the landscape of of like Gotham. We need to figure out what the fucking landscape of Gotham is because not only just like physically, but I need to know like mentally and like what it is to live inside of a city that You can't do bad, because you got a guy who's in a costume who might whoop your ass to the point that you can't go to your job, so you're going to end up on the street doing more fucking bad. You can't do good, because somebody's going to try to corrupt you, and then if you get corrupted, a guy in a fucking suit might kick your ass until the point that you can't work at that job anymore.
1: It's like... It's the most miserable city in the world. It has to be. It, It always looks like it's raining. It's always cloudy as fuck. Everyone is just gritty. Everybody
0: look like they live under an, un, an, an overpass. <laughs> Every <laughs> single place looked like it's under a fucking overpass.
1: I remember no
0: sun. No sun is coming to you at all.
1: I remember. I think it was Zack Snyder when uh, when he was making Batman versus Superman. He said he, the way he described it was Gotham is New Jersey, Metropolis is New York. And I was like, ah, oh, that's an interesting way to, to see it.
0: That's that's the way that um. A guy on TikTok said he said that every every place he said every DC comic book is supposed to be like uh, uh, what a city's supposed to look like in the United States, and historically, Gotham is supposed to be New Jersey,
1: the Yarn Pit of America. Yeah,
0: Gotham is supposed to be like New Jersey, but you know, I said when we got out the movie is that Gotham is kind of like New Orleans because of the levees. I think I made more sense than anybody cuz why would there be New Jersey is above water so they don't have no they don't have no levees. New, New Orleans has levees because they're underwater. You know what I mean? That's all I got. <laughs> what what do you think about the Riddler's plan? That whole thing. So like his whole plan with um I'm gonna do all this. I'm gonna kill all these people. I'm gonna expose all these people. And then, what he wanted to happen, he wanted the Batman to be criminally insane with him, like to go crazy too, and be in an asylum with him, like next to him, and watch the whole city
1: flood. I think he he looked at Batman and actually used him as inspiration because he says in the movie, like the reason why I started wearing masks. And doing all of that is because I see you doing it. And mm-hmm. I see you trying to, you know, m- vengeance and justice and that whole thing. And that's what I was trying to do. So I'm glad that we partnered up. He, in his mind, he saw it as like, oh, but you were on my side the whole time, right? Like, you're taking down the same guys that I'm taking down. Mm-hmm. You're, you're taking down corrupt figures. That's what I'm doing. And Batman's like, no, 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 we're not on the same page. Like, I, I'm doing different. And he's like, but what are you doing differently, though? Mm. you're doing exactly what i was and then it's funny because the that dude that batman beats to a pulp when he when he injects himself with that adrenaline is the guy that they they ask him who are you and he says i'm vengeance yeah like i think they're all so mentally warped and did you recognize who that person was no in the beginning of the movie when they're at that funeral is that the same guy? That's the same the, dude? The dude that was talking to him and saying like hey. he was talking about justice and all of that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he like goes back into the shadow. Yo,
0: the dude's fucking nose was like pushed in, so I couldn't recognize him. But that's the third time they used that guy then. Cause yeah, he was they- in cause he was he was at the funeral and then he was at another location. Yeah and then he was he was there for
1: a moment i thought that when that when i saw him at the funeral i thought that was almost symbolism that he was the guy that killed batman's parents mm. cuz the way he talked and the way he if you watch that scene he says what he says to bruce wayne bruce wayne walks away and then he kind of like dips into the shadow i thought that was like oh shit that's the guy like like he was talking to bruce wayne cuz he he looks at bruce wayne like you know what i mean like he 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 does this thing like you know what i'm talking about yeah Type of thing. And I'm like, oh, wait, is he the guy? Like, is he the one, you know, of course he would be at a funeral for someone's death. Like, you know, like oh, it's almost like he feeds off of that. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I thought it was. And then you see that at the end, he's one of the cult followers of the Riddler and all that.
0: So now, like, we don't even, the thing is, like, uh, Falcone, pass, he, he dies in the movie. I didn't think he was going to die. I thought he was going to, like, rat everybody out, but it makes perfect sense for him to, to die because he knows who killed Batman's
1: uh, parents. Right? He, he, I think, yeah, I think so. Um, but I think that... This, so in the comic books, Carmine Falcone, yes, yeah. at one point he does die, but then his son and his daughter come mm. into the story. So this may... Hopefully, maybe for the next movie, this may lead into the Long Halloween,
0: mm-hmm. where
1: where they introduce Harvey Dent. They uh, people are being murdered on holidays, and the top suspect is Carmine Falcone's son because they think, oh, the reason why people are dying is because he wants revenge on his father's death. And then you find out it wasn't him at the end of the story. Hopefully, it might it may lead into that. The Long Halloween is a is a, is a great story, and it takes it takes place throughout like an entire year like because you see people dying on every holiday and then and then the calendar man gets introduced and at one point people think that he's the killer because you know he's he's infatuated with uh, holidays and things like that so I, there's so many different directions that this movie can lead into so I'm excited yeah
0: and but i know, would love
1: to see i'm sorry no, i would love i would love to see though like other villains because we've seen the Riddler multiple times now. Yeah. we've seen the Joker multiple times. Want we'll to see Kite Man? I want to see Clayface. Okay, which I I know it's gonna be hard in this universe because it looks very gritty and very realistic. But I would love to see Clayface. I would love to see who else? Uh, the Mad Hatter. I would love to see um, the dude with the the puppet. With the puppet, all of that. Like I want to see freak show shit, like weird, yeah. weird freak show shit. You know.
0: What, what, like, this is the first time I've ever seen, like, a Catwoman, and she didn't, put, uh, like, betray Batman. What do you mean? At all. Like, she... There was no point in the movie that she betrayed Batman. I'm, I'm oh, thinking betray about... Oh, Batman. I think it's
1: a portrait. No. Oh, betray Batman. Yeah, yeah, i no. I'm oh. the,
0: like, at no point did she ever did that. She she did that. I'm thinking about all the Catwomans that I've seen in, like, previous Batman movies, and... She
1: always, like, fucks them over at yeah, some point. Yeah, she fucks him over.
0: Like... That was the one that uh Christopher Nolan. She fucked him over from jump. <laughs> like I mean, she's the reason why Bane uh, broke his back. Um, she the one that had a uh, Tim Burton's. She was fucking him over the whole fucking movie. The whole goddamn movie. She was doing that.
1: But then she chilled when she found out who he was. Yeah. She kind of you know, she realized like, oh shit, I'm actually fighting my boyfriend type of thing. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, uh, one thing that we didn't talk about that I that I did want to bring up was the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I think this movie definitely had one of the best chase scenes in a Batman movie. Yeah it was I went, I was watching a behind the scenes video and the way in which they placed the cameras from the Penguin's perspective and from the Batman's perspective was intentional. Every time they showed the Penguin, the camera is in front of him. So that you can see his reaction, but also to to almost see like that monster of a car chasing after him, so that yeah. you feel that fear of something's coming. Because he was in a
0: regular ass car. Yeah, I realized that. I'm like, oh, this guy's just in a regular fucking car going against a guy who's got a.
1: Fucking Vin Diesel muscle car. Vin Diesel,
0: Rocket League fucking vehicle.
1: (laughs) And then every time they showed the Batmobile, they never showed the Batmobile in that same angle. Instead, they put the camera behind the Batmobile so that you could feel the rush of chasing after someone. Mm -hmm. So it's like the fear of being chased by someone and then Mm. the rush of chasing after someone. And it kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, That Batmobile is a character in its own. Like that, That thing was like a stalker, a fucking... That was Michael Myers in the form yeah. of a car.
0: Like when he revved that shit up, that that fucking turbo, that that hiss, that we that shit, it had everybody like yeah, like yeah. looking at it, man. And I love and I loved
1: that because it was almost like he was giving him a chance to run. Like yeah. I'm gonna rev this shit, go ahead. I'm gonna give you a five yeah. second head start because I'm still gonna fucking yeah. beat <laughs> the shit out of you. Like, you bro. I'm gonna fuck you up. Like just go ahead. Like that to me is super terrifying. The fact that it just didn't come out. the I like, thought it stalled. Did you? Did you not think it stalled <laughs> nah, when he when it I, went
0: I, you. you
1: didn't think that? No, I think that's he wanted that sound. That like he wanted to instill that. Well, I think he wanted to
0: do that because Catwoman was on the other side and they were trying to encroach on her. Like, like they were going around and she, like, she needed like an escape. So he did that. But the fucking color that it was emitting to that fucking red and blue that was just like, like it started off as just red, no headlights on. All you see is just this glow of red behind a figure that looks like a Batman symbol because it has the little fucking uh, spikes. And then you just see a blue just start to glow in the middle and then it just like, it takes up the whole fucking middle. So it's like red, it's red, blue, red, and it just starts to glow. Then it cuts off. And then that's when the whole fucking action starts to happen. I love, oh, man, that shit was so fucking good, man. That, that, it's like, it has scenes in it that's just like fantastic. One thing though. Also,
1: I'm sorry. No, uh, I love the fact that there was traffic. Yeah. yeah. And yes. not like in the other Batman movies that, you know, everything is clear. Bro, this, don't forget, this, this is Gotham. Busy, this is a busy fucking
0: city. Yeah. This is probably like on a Tuesday, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Rush hour. Rush hour traffic.
0: And these motherfuckers is raining. <laughs> Excuse me. It's raining. So that means that there's a lot of fucking traffic out there. Motherfuckers are trying to get from point A to point B, and then there is a high speed chase with a demon vehicle versus just a regular pedestrian, which everybody's probably thinking that it's just some road rage going on. That's all it is. This guy just got surpassed. Don't know what the hell's going on. And it got fucking messy. That fucking rogue. People died. Somebody had to have died. I think it was only the, the... the the. I think it was like three well, vehicles that... Trucks,
1: th- trucks blew up, bro. Yeah. Those drivers are fucking fried to his a crisp. Mm-hmm. When Batman is approaching the penguin as penguins upside down, and then he crouches down, did that throw you off? Yeah,
0: I didn't think it, he was going to... Yeah, I, I mean, thought it was going to cut. I thought it was just going to cut away. Yeah. But, you know, he crouched down and it, stuff like...
1: But, like, he kind of, like, creeps into the shot like, hey. <laughs> like,
0: you seem to have a fender bender, bud. <laughs> Everyone all right?
1: <laughs> Like, <laughs> do you know how fast we were going? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that was a you know what I would have loved if they never would have shown us that in the trailers, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Like if they would have just showed us just like a little bit of like just a little bit of the car or something, but not too much. And they would have showed us that whole like, oh, there's gonna be a car chase. I know you can't never get something like that in movies. Everything that you see that's exciting. That's going to happen in the movie. You're going to see it in the trailer, regardless. Does it's like there's a hundred percent chance that everything that's exciting in the movie, other than the story, like everything that looks like visually stunning, you're going to see it in the trailers. I I need I need Hollywood to figure out a way of not showing us stuff like this.
1: Every Christopher Nolan trailer. Christopher Nolan trailers don't show. Anything. And then you watch the movie, you're like, whoa. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm
0: thinking about uh uh in, not Interstellar, um what's the other one? Inception. Incep- not Inception. There was an uh the one that had uh this Washington's son. Oh tenant? Tenant and the the whole fucking like uh conclusion, I didn't know what the fuck that was happening. Bro, to me, that whole thing was like it was new. It was like new I was processing new information. I'm like, I don't remember seeing any of this, I remember seeing that explosion, but I don't remember seeing any of this. Uh, uh, Robert Pattison jumping down and killing himself in the past and shit like that. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I, like, all that shit was just like new information to me. Yeah, Christopher Nolan does not do that shit.
1: I think he purposefully tells the editors who make the trailers, if you reveal anything, I'll yeah. fucking come after you. Yeah. Like, don't reveal anything.
0: I believe that Christopher Nolan. He can basically do what uh, Beyonce did with uh, like uh, what album was that Lemonade, where she just drops the fucking album and then no 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 teaser no build up no nothing, just drop it and people just pick it up. I feel, I feel that Christopher Nolan, there's directors that can just drop something and people will just automatically just watch it, and then it may maybe the first week may not do well, but I guarantee it. Maybe the first weekend it may not do well, but the guarantee like the following weekend, it's going to pick up. I don't think Hollywood would ever want to do something like that, but I feel that Christopher Nolan can do something like that. Um, Jordan Peele can definitely do something like that. Um, Quentin Tarantino can do something like that. Tyler Perry can do something like that. I know that a lot of people may not even think so, but I'm saying that I think he could do something like that. Um What's another director do you think that can just drop something and people will just go and watch it?
1: Spielberg. Spielberg I mean, most Spielberg definitely. Spielberg has that he has that reputation. Yeah. Um But that's the thing, is that he ha- he has the ability to do something like that, but he won't. He he still wants to build it up. Yeah. I think he's like one of those classical guys that just like, nah, but let's make it fun. Let's let's do a whole promotional campaign and all this stuff. Um Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah, Scorsese, Scorsese. Definitely uh could do that. You know what's crazy? This movie was supposed to come out in June of twenty twenty one, The Batman. Yeah. Got pushed back multiple times mm-hmm. and the movie was just as exciting. Other movies to come out in
0: twenty twenty, right?
1: Was it not? Last year, twenty twenty one, June of twenty twenty. Oh, so it
0: was never supposed to come out in twenty twenty? No. Oh okay. They
1: were still they were still filming it in twenty twenty. Oh, okay. But um the anticipation was still there. All these other movies that are being delayed, I do think that all the rescheduling has kind of watered down the anticipation. Morbius. Morbius, Top Gun. uh, I totally forgot about that.
0: (laughs) Yo, I totally forgot about Top Gun.
1: Top Gun, uh, Mission Impossible.
0: Well, I mean, in the window for them to come out on uh, dual um, HBO Max or streaming and movies... In in theaters, it's like the window is closed. The window is closing sharply because every movie that we saw, every trailer that we saw in the, at the movie theater was, it's like they all said, only in theaters, only in theaters, only in theaters. And it's like, damn. Even the Elvis movie that I thought was gonna be Black Adam, <laughs> I couldn't have been the only person.
1: Why was that kid wearing that lightning bolt, bro?
0: That's the thing, man. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. I'm like, wait a minute. That's supposed to be Elvis? It did not come to my mind that that's supposed to be Elvis.
1: I'm not excited about that. I'm not. I'm not crazy about that director. Nobody Every, asked
0: for it. Nobody asked for it.
1: But he, you know, all of his movies, the way he depicts stories and characters, and even when he does biographical stuff, who, it's who is whack. it? Who is it? It's Baz Luhrmann who did Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. He did Moulin Rouge. He did. Uh, oh, okay. So this is gonna the be the Great like, Gatsby. And so it's so there's, there's gonna be hip hop. There's yeah. gonna be hip hop songs playing in the in the background. It's gonna be very like stylistic and. But I I, I believe that Baz Luhrmann is he's so focused on the visuals that he just forgets about the story and he forgets about the character development. It's that stuff is always in the back seat. Um all of his movies I don't know I, I've just never been crazy about his I never walked out of any of his movies and said like damn I gotta watch that again like I saw it and I'm like okay now some of his ideas yeah they seem fresh and they seem fun but I think his ex- execution I think
0: in. about his movies and the only thing that I think of is um, The Killers Mr. Brightside for some reason in what way I don't know Just music video of Mr. Brightside mm. And you know what? I think people—the only people who are gonna like his kind of movies—are the same people who like. Um, oh, am I about to say something real negative? No, maybe uh, the people who like, um, let's say, um, uh, American Horror Story.
1: Oh, that's that's a good that's a good example. That's a good example, actually.
0: If you like American Horror Story, you're probably gonna like uh, his movies.
1: The packaging is cool, but when you open up the package, there's not.
0: It's is, it's is not as deep as you think it it's is.
1: A, you know what? It's that vagina candle that you smelled. All that packaging for a candle for a fucking that smell like that. it it came from Walgreens.
0: Yeah, it could have. It might as well. I mean, the movie just it. The the trailer looked cool. With the voiceover and stuff like that, but this movie doesn't look like anything that um, nobody was asking for. I want to know how they're going to deal with race in this uh, in this movie. They, they 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 touched on it in the movie a little bit, but I don't know because there's things that were said about uh, Elvis that um, after doing research. You realize, oh, he's not. Because I thought he was a racist. I thought he was a racist, but then you find out that he wasn't a racist. Um, the 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 line that they said that uh, he 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 said to uh, a reporter wasn't a line that he ever said. He never said anything like that. He's always uh, paid his dues to uh, the black people who inspired him and stuff like that. He's always, um, you know, fought for. You know, he was an ally. Per se, I don't, I don't even know what that word means anymore. <laughs> but yeah he's that so um, I don't think anybody's gonna see it we're not renting a theater for this movie but um, if you enjoyed it uh, is there
1: anything coming out that we should rent a theater for
0: yeah um, uh,
1: Doctor Strange Doctor Strange Nope
0: maybe Uh, what else what else is coming out
1: I think I would be more excited to rent it out for Nope than Doctor
0: Strange really did you not see that trailer that that they showed us (laughs) By the way, our movie started fucking late as fuck. We got there at 7.20. It was supposed to start at 7.30. Um, They gave us another theater because some other bullshit. Our theater wasn't clean. So they said that, oh, we're going to clean up your theater. And I realized while we were sitting down, because they said that, oh, we're going to clean up your theater. And we had an opportunity to ask for uh, an intermission. Here's the thing because they said oh we're we're so sorry that we uh that we did this do you want us to just start the movie now you want us to give us the do you want or do you want the whole like trailers and everything and we're like no 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 we want the trailers there was there was always a third option can you stop the movie in the middle cuz if we're so fucking late can you just stop the movie right in the middle for like 10 minutes and then give us some time to go to the bathroom and then come back and do that but that that never came up to me until we're sitting down
1: yo one of the guys that, that was with us jesse mm-hmm. like he got up and like not only like went to the restroom he went outside to smoke his vape no way yeah like he took a break <laughs> like a full <laughs> fucking break and then he did it right after the car chase because he thought like Bro, there's not going to be a back-to-back action scene. Mm. Like, as soon as the that car chase was over, he's like, "All right, I'm going to go outside.
0: <laughs> like, oh, this,
1: this is my chance." <laughs> nah, man.
0: He missed the interrogation. Uh, what else did he miss? Did, did he miss the, the 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 police station brawl? He, he, I
1: don't remember. I that think police
0: station brawl was pretty. It, cool. it was
1: one of the scenes with Batman talking to Catwoman, and it was like it was starting to get like romantic or whatever. Oh, yeah, That's right. when he walked back in, and he was like. All right, so I didn't miss anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, because it was the, it was that it was uh, it was the car chase. Then they had the interrogation. Then they realized the uh, L and la. Uh, you don't know how to speak Spanish. Alfred got a he, the bomb took off. the The bomb made uh, Alfred going to the hospital. And then Bruce Wayne gets a phone call from his first phone call after realizing what happened to Alfred was from Catwoman saying like we need to meet up somewhere. So then they meet at the same spot.
1: That riddle, the U R L Rata Alada, yeah. I would have never gotten that. I would have never noticed the the correction of L and La. I would have thought, oh, the guy just doesn't know Spanish, so he thinks it's like that. And the fact that Batman's like, nah, but he wouldn't make that mistake. And and then Penguin corrected him, and he was like, oh, you are L. Whose
0: laptop was that that they used? Because <laughs> <laughs> Batman walked away with it. So was it his? So his, does he just have a laptop just hanging around? It is like, it's so cool to see Batman just doing like basic <laughs> shit, like, oh, you got a laptop too. <laughs> Yeah, I would be a type of person to be like, I'll be hanging out with Batman. Oh man, I got one of those. You got a you got a rope on a string. I got one of those too, man. That's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. Oh, sorry, like, I got one of those. That's pretty. Cool. You got that from Amazon? That's cool. Is that an EpiPen? <laughs> That's pretty dope, man. I got one of those. Oh my god, though. That shit is it, it. It's a good movie, man. What, what, but what do you rate it? What
1: did you rate the movie? I'm. St- I, I got to watch the movie again. Um, because I'm still debating between this one and The Dark Knight. Um, Here's the thing.
0: When you're you're debating this movie and The Dark Knight, right, you're just doing just The Dark Knight, or are you doing the whole Christopher Nolan thing?
1: I think I'm just doing The Dark Knight. Okay. Simply because The Dark Knight, in my opinion, is the best of that trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm doing it solely on that. And also, I feel like it's... Out of the three movies, I think... Even though you really see the detective side come out in the Batman, out of the three Christopher Nolan movies, The Dark Knight was his most detective, even though he didn't really seem like it. But the fact that he's looking for the Joker, you know, where is he? And he's like, "Well, he
0: did detect. He, didn't he do like the bullet sh-
1: uh, shavings? Yeah, on he the did. Wall he and did, shit did like that. Yeah. He did do that. Yeah, right." But I felt like the the Batman was it felt more detective <clears throat> style. Than yeah, that more means, old school. More bro, old school I mean, detective style.
0: He was basically like a cop. He yeah. like he would go through the crime scene. He would he would touch stuff. He would do all the other things. Like he, he was he was in there. He was in the trenches with the the police officers.
1: So I don't know. I, I I'm still debating between that. Um, I gotta watch the movie again, and then I'll, I'll probably come up with my my ranking. But
0: did you see uh, Straw Hat Group uh, Goofy? He uh, he did his how he broke down which movie was better. He said that. The Batman is a better comic book movie, but Christopher Nolan's um, uh, The Dark Knight is a better cinematic movie because his whole view on it was that Christopher Nolan's movie had different beats, different parts. It 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 completed a more. It had more of a story in shorter time. Because not only that we had the Joker, but we also had Two-Face, and we saw the rise of Two-Face. We saw him being uh, Harvey Dent to Two-Face, and we saw the Joker come into the city and then, what you call it, we saw him execute his plan and he won. And so we're like, ah, okay. But the Riddler also won too. Did he not? He blew up the city. He uh,
1: No, nah, he didn't. He didn't get Bruce Wayne, did he? Not know that Bruce Wayne was Batman. So I, uh, I got a little confused at that too. I thought the fact that he kept repeating it was that he knew that he was Bruce Wayne. No, he was just saying his name out loud. He doesn't know that Batman is Bruce Wayne.
0: Did Robert Pattinson look like he had tears in his eyes sometime, or was it just me? I didn't get that. I saw tears in his eyes sometime when when he was named Bruce Wayne. I'm like, oh, he's being bullied.
1: <laughs> I'm like Bruce, he's being Wayne. triggered. Bruce Wayne.
0: <laughs> it was like one of those warriors. Warriors come out to play, yay. And he was a Bruce Wayne. I'm like, oh, he's tearing up a little bit, but maybe that's just the way his uh, what you call it? he he is. But yeah, man, like, uh, I want to say that I've I've seen the the Batman, uh, the Dark Knight, multiple times. It is it is a well rounded movie. But I can see that this right here is the Batman is somebody's version of the Batman that is based in reality. I can see this Batman being more realistic than Christopher Nolan's Batman, mm-hmm. especially The Dark Knight. Even though the tech, uh, I know that you know military, you know they say oh the military uses the tech. There's more realistic tech in this movie than there is in Christopher Nolan's movie.
1: I love the fact that he actually had that uh, glider suit yeah. that we see the on like, the GoPro videos and yeah. shit.
0: It was uh, his cape just like sucked up into his body, and then he just started gliding. But the way that he hit that fucking uh, roof, bro, I was like, oof. <laughs> I was like, oof. That is bad. That is bad for business man, <laughs> whatever whatever he has some broken ribs, but you see like this guy has he has damaged his body numerous times. I don't know how he gets through the like the pain and stuff, but whatever it is, man, do you think his do you think his maid knows that he's uh Batman, or is it just him and Alfred? <laughs>
1: I think it's just I don't know I I, I want to say it's just him and Alfred. Hopefully it's just him and Alfred, but yo, the fact that they're talking about Batman shit and 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 uh, Alfred is looking at that riddle and you hear the woman in the background like oh someone's at the door or whatever. Yeah. Like he never like oh shit like let yeah, me hide like, this. No, hide he still has, he still has it out. So she like, probably
0: know. You know what, maybe it's one of those uh, auntie uh, aunt May kind of situations like she knows but she just playing it down kind of shit. But, you know what, I, I hope in the next movie they bring up Lucius Fox or he's in the movie or something. He works for Wayne Tech or something like that just because I need this guy to have some more some more gear, you know. I want to see him 10 years later. I don't know how long this uh, TV show is supposed to take place. Wait, actually, is there any thoughts on, like, is he going to make a part two or, or what?
1: I mean, he left it open. I I think, I don't know. I think though he is going to focus on the sh- the, TV the TV show shows. first and hopefully maybe that'll lead into the next
0: movie.
1: Mm. I am I'm very excited to see these shows though. If if it's going to follow that same style I'm very excited. Especially Arkham Asylum. I want to see uh, other villains. But he
0: up. is he is he is uh running this, right? He's going to be the showrunner of these shows, right?
1: From what I understand.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, you know, what? I'm liking what what DC is doing. I'm liking comic book movies again. It's not no longer. It's just Marvel. Now I'm I'm on board with Marvel and DC. I'm loving it. Oh, not even on the uh, Marvel and DC. Um, I forgot it was it's the image that come out with the boys. I'm, I'm liking everything that they're doing. Uh, the boys just released the oh, oh, new. Did you cartoon. hear what
1: happened to the guy that plays Homelander? No, bro, he got arrested. For what? He got arrested. He was in Spain, got in a fight with, I believe it was like a night, some guy at a nightclub or at a bar. And people are like, yo, this is either like, yo, he really is this type of person in real life, Mm. or this is some goddamn good marketing for the boys next season. (laughs) Yeah, man.
0: The boys actor Antonio Starr arrested in Spain gets one
1: year prison sentence. Yeah, man he attacked the guy and like smashed the bottle over the guy's head and everything.
0: Wow was filming a movie by director Guy Ritchie when the incident occurred in Costa Blanca, star was given a 12 month uh uh suspended prison sentence. What the fuck? There's no friend Wow wow as a speedy trial star was given. 12 months of suspended prison sentence. He was also fined 4,000 euros. movie okay. Get to I want to see what happened. Thomas was playing the role of Homelander. Get stop it with the pop-ups. <laughs> uh the seven premier corporate-owned superhero team. No, come on, the show also stars. Yeah, that's it. That's the only information that they're giving us. When did this happen? March 5th.
1: Yeah, it was recent.
0: Holy shit. So this this happened like on Friday or something. He physically uh, assaulted a chef in Spain. A chef, dude. Yeah.
1: What did the chef do that caused you to assault him? Yeah, you,
0: dude? bro, the chef is not even in the same room with you.
1: That's the thing. It's like, bro, he's not even in the same room with you. So the chef, who's 21 years old, alleged that he had been punched twice before having a glass smashed in his face. It said he had to have four stitches to a wound above his eye.
0: Here's the thing. I need to know what actually took place because nobody just walks into a restaurant and then
1: just cracks the chef over.
0: The food can't be that bad.
1: So that chef claimed that he lashed out after a friend he was with, asked a friend of the star to calm the actor down because he was being annoying. After the feud moved outside the pub, the chef claimed that star said to him, you don't know who you've messed with. You don't know who I am and what you've done. (laughs) Homelander, bro. You just fucked with (laughs) Homelander. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Well, I mean, he—I—I I doubt that he's going to spend the twelve months. You think so? They are they not going to film the next but season? I
1: want to know if this is going to affect you know his his role on the show. Um, I mean, he just fucked up production. So <laughs> that's that's
0: uh, that's funny news, man. I never knew. I I never knew. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think that's been our show. Leave you with that Homelander information, that tidbit. Uh, Hope everybody uh, has had a great time listening to us. Let me play this music. Why is it not playing?
1: Also, maybe close one, at least one of those 300 page tabs <laughs> that you have up. <laughs> Leave my tabs alone.
0: Okay, I got it. There we go. I hope everybody enjoyed uh, this week's episode. Um hope you enjoyed listening to us. Stay tuned for next week's episode. What is that? 200th episode. 200th episode. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, I've been Pat and this is Kat and we'll catch y'all next week. Peace.